Hello, everyone. Welcome to Should I Play That? This is the video game podcast uh, about video games and the culture surrounding them and industry. Don't forget that. Uh, my name is Rod, and you know you might be listening to us going like, "Hey, that's not Chris. That's not Chris at all. Not. It's another guy. It's another guy we, we hate." Um, uh, but no, Damn. no. <laughs> I know. So self-deprecating humor. We are just starting with it tonight, guys. Uh, I am your host today. Chris couldn't make it with us. He'll be here with us on another episode. But I've got the crew with me. I've got the rest of the crew. All right. I've got James in one corner. How you doing, James? I'm doing fantastic, Rod. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing doing very well. Especially now that you and our other crew member is also here. Doing oh. really well. And our other member Dally. is is uh, Elena. How you doing? I'm doing well. Considering last time I was on the podcast. Uh oh. Wait, what happened? I had to cut the music for that one. What happened? Yeah, wait. <laughs> because I got a. Because I've been playing the game of life. That's why. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That was almost like a James style uh, switcheroo you had there. <laughs> I respect it. Passing on the torch. Yes. <laughs> Let it be known. So, Elena, um, before we just jump in real quick, you said you were playing the game of life. If you, if you want to share, I guess I didn't ask if you wanted oh, yeah. to even share any details that before we started recording, but, like, what's been going on with you? How, how, how have you been? I've been playing, like, very little video games, but I've just been playing the game of life because in July I got a new teaching job so I moved all the way down to the Austin area, and I've just been on the struggle bus ever since being a new year or first year teacher. Mm. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, teaching is it's rewarding, right? Uh, that's something I know that you know personally you've been wanting to do for a long time. So it's pretty mm-hmm. cool that you were able to, uh, you know, get that position and then you know move to a place that that you really like. So I'm hyped for you. And one of my uh, applications I'm teaching is TV and video. So I get Adobe Premiere so Ooh. I can edit videos. Okay, okay. Nice. Yeah, so you want to, you know, do some extra work for us is what I'm hearing. Oh, yeah. Because I do have <laughs> access on my work computer. Oh. And I also have InDesign and uh, what was the other one? Illustrator and Photoshop. So. so you basically got the whole little cloud set up going. Oh, and, uh, I do. It's the okay. perks of being a teacher. Oh, look at you. Wonder Woman over here. I so, like it. So speaking of teaching, I actually got a question. You mm-hmm. picked a great time to start. This is your first year? Yes. So so what is that like? Are you in the classroom? Are you yeah. over the... Oh, so y'all back in school for real, for real. Yeah. So what's very surprising is, at least in the Austin area, there are a lot of, like, um, I'm teaching in a middle school, so there's a lot of kids like actually going and getting their vaccine shots. Hmm. Wow. Like, if I lived in my own town or my old town, I don't think you would see very many kids, or even like openly speak about it. But here, like they will talk about it. Like, oh, I want to go get my vaccine shot. Hmm. Oh, that's good. I know. It's so great. it's pretty much like just a normal classroom setting at this point. Uh huh. Oh, oh. <laughs> but it's uh, pretty bad because they kind of uh, estimated the number of kids to teachers ratio was off. So, like my biggest class right now is thirty-two, 
and that's way too many because my room is very small. But I have to deal with it. But luckily, all my kids are actually really good. So are you, are you like a homeroom teacher, or is just like just strictly for the classes that come through? No, I'm just like an elective teacher. I only have a one period off instead of two. Oh wow! So you're working. You're working harder than the other teachers, huh? <laughs> I am. No, actually, they're probably working harder because they have to uh, do a bunch of like really bullshit stuff that the house passed because they wanted to get kids caught up from the um, the lost year is what it's called from the mm, okay 2020. Oh right, the lost year. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that education is a weird. I feel like it's in a weird spot. It's right a now. weird time. Yeah. Yeah. It, so they call it the lost year between like the the 2019-2020 year basically is kind of like the lost year. Yeah. And then I would say it kind of continued into the 2020 to 2021 year. Yeah. So we're trying to play catch up. Yeah, I, I was or at least for the core classes. I was reading um I was reading an article, I don't know if it was it may have been like New York Times or something, but they were saying that Someone was writing about how they were doing some analysis for the future and how, you know, we could be in some trouble <laughs> um, in the future in like maybe 10 or, oh, so, no. 10 or so years because uh, that lost year, 2020, where a lot of kids like didn't get a lot of the education that they should have actually received. They didn't actually make it to that. Like maybe they, they got pushed ahead. Like very few kids failed their, their grade. But they were still able to advance, but maybe they're not ready for certain like uh, concepts that were built upon in the previous grade. So like we may be in a situation where like uh, future generations might be hindered at least slightly. Um, but who knows like what ramifications that has like when people grow up, enter the workforce, things of that nature. So not to like you know not, not to just like you know spread doom or anything. I I just thought that was interesting. Education as an institution right now is just fascinating like in that regard um and i'm not sure if you yeah, see especially uh texas uh, education too with it being very middle of the pack oh in terms of Which like not... ranking yes oh, okay. i actually don't know where texas is on the, on the chart it's like i want to say it's like somewhere in the high 20s to low 30s yeah i feel like... the bottom of the barrel being like mississippi or alabama yeah i think they're always like near the, the last um if not the last yeah, the, yes. the, there are, I mean, but you guys obviously have, like, really large areas, um, you know, Houston, Dallas, Austin, I mean, these are big uh, blue urban centers uh, that have a lot of, you know, universities, um, you know, higher education, a lot of places that are, like, you know, I, I would say a lot of your more educated people will live around those. Not saying that people, educated people don't live elsewhere, but, you know, just in the sense of having most of your populace, like, you know, kind of centered in that area that goes for most urban centers i would imagine um but hey i mean you would know better than i would as far as like you know your front line out there doing it so yeah yeah but all my kids are great i love them good i love them to pieces good that's that's awesome and that, honestly that's the mark of a good teacher so good on you good for you mm-hmm. like i love like i do have like a few that are kind of like hard-headed but like so far with my like getting to know the kids i'm pretty much there kind of like any other like experienced teacher Mm -hmm. sort of it's just all the other stuff i'm just like struggling because my class in particular does not like 
with teaching, you have like a team of teachers that teach the same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't. So uh, right, right. I'm having to do all my own lessons, come up with my own lesson plans, and kind of go off of what the district has in general with all the other middle school teachers that have the same sort of classes that I do. Right. But I don't have the on-campus support with the same teachers. So. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But. Oh, well. Yeah. I'm I'm living and learning. Living and learning. Hey, that's cool. That's cool. You know, one other thing, not to get too, like, you know, deep into your shit on publicly, but, like. Um, no, it's I, okay. But I, I, I was just curious, like, just for fun. Um, I noticed that. Your, your move process, like, your, your transition seemed really smooth, <laughs> like, almost abnormally smooth in a way that made me yeah, think, weird. what is she, what black magic did she use for this? Because, like, I need to know for the next time I move, because moving has never been, like, a pleasant experience for me or I feel like most people. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, what's what's your secret? <laughs> I guess I'm what I want to know. My secret was my dad and my sister helped me move. But I don't have a lot of shit. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So that kind of Those are pretty helps. solid tips. <laughs> I have a bedroom set that has drawers and like underneath it. Yeah. Like as a part of the bed frame. I have one dresser. I have a nightstand. I have two recliners. That is my couch. But then I bought a built together a coffee table from Target, and then I bought a TV stand from Walmart. So. Other so keep that, it simple. Yeah. yeah. I have like really simple living by myself type of vibe. My, <laughs> my refrigerator is definitely like kind of ramen noodles type of thing. It's like, hey, not, hey. I don't have vegetables. I don't have fruit. I have a box of Papa John's cheese sticks in there and some sodas. <laughs> hey, be proud. Nothing <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Hey, you got your... You got oh, and I have, I have the classic Brita filter too. Uh, picture. <laughs> Hey, look, you, you're doing you're doing the damn thing. You're you're doing your dream job right now. Uh, or at least yeah. as far as I've understood it. And you get your own place. I think you're doing just fine. So, very happy yeah. for you. Hopefully, within the next, like, five years, I'll move into a house. Yeah. Yeah, housing market was going crazy last year. Uh, <laughs> so, we'll see. Currently. Yeah, currently. <laughs> currently. Um, all right. Well, Elena, I know you said that you haven't been playing many video games, um, although the game of life nope. seems to be pretty prevalent for you. Uh, so, yep. James, what you been playing? Yeah. So, last time we talked, I was playing a little bit of uh, Tales of Arise. And since then, I've still been playing a whole bunch of Tales of Arise. Uh, I think we were talking before in the pre-show. I'm about 90 hours at this point. Still have not reached the ending. I am really close I feel myself at the final boss section, but um, still loving this game. Um, so let's see. Tales of Arise, if you're not familiar, is an action-based JRPG developed by Bandai Namco. Uh, features a party of six different characters from distinct different walks of life, different abilities, that sort of thing. And so you spend most of the game uh, trying to figure out what is going on in on these two worlds. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on with all six of these different characters and why certain people's lives are the way that they are. But I will say that what's really been keeping me in this game for so long is the fact that there's so much story, yeah. but it's not boring. Um, so Tales is known for this thing they have called skits. Mm-hmm. So as you're traveling around throughout your world and you are 
doing different things with your party members, they will unlock these skits that reference different things that have happened to you along your journey. So, like, one of the characters loves to fish. And so sometimes you'll hit this quick story about, like, first time going fishing or why they choose to fish the old-fashioned way as opposed to, like, a much more efficient method. Mm -hmm. And all those little bits would kind of, like, flesh out your characters and your party. So it's just a lot easier to invest in them. Um, and then, of course, side quests are prevalent. You go across five different regions, mm -hmm. picking up different um, quests from, like, slave monsters, bring back supplies... But it's like you're making food for these refugees or you're solving an issue with the uh, the shit, like the crops for a certain village, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's front of the mill JRPG stuff, but again, it affects the world, at least the story of the world, mm -hmm. in a really relative way. So I'm just enjoying the journey, honestly. Yeah. And it sounds like the story is compelling. The characters, I feel like, are, you know, every time you talk about this game, it feels like the characters are what is really driving you forward in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the combat, you talked um, a lot about, especially last episode, um, you talked about the Devil May Cry-ish combat, uh, that action RPG element uh, to it. Mm -hmm. But but really, for me, I think when I'm playing a, particularly a longer game, because, I mean, that's a lot of hours to put into one thing, it's like I really need... The, the characters or the narrative to be super strong and it seems like that's the case here so yeah it's really good nobody seems to stay the same which is nice too okay like everybody has their own arc and they come out different people and better people for it okay this is gonna is this oh go ahead james Oh, no, go ahead. I was going to ask, like, this This might sound like, <laughs> this might sound kind of, like, derogatory, and I don't really mean it that way, but, like, I don't know how mm -hmm. else to, to ask it. Um, how anime is this game? This game is pretty anime. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so you know what I mean, like... <laughs> I, okay, it's animated to the point where it's not going to embarrass you if somebody walks in on you playing oh, okay. it, if that's what you're concerned about. Yes. It's not that anime. Do they go to a hot spring and get embarrassed when they accidentally walk into the girl's shower? Okay, so I know that there is a hot spring. Okay. I have not reached it yet, so I'm guessing it's a post-game thing, probably like a relax, you guys meet the final boss, okay. go have a hot spring kind of thing. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But it's actually quite, like, it's, it's really nice. Um... Each of the different pairings have their own, like, little side stories. So it's not like, there was, oh, it's going prowling for girls. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> like their nose bleeds everywhere. Right, okay. Right, I got right, you. right. None of, none of that. I got you. But still very, like, anime-ish tropes. Okay. I could deal with so, I could deal with some anime tropes every now and then. Like, I mean, I think Persona 5 was probably the most recent really anime thing I played. And I, I liked that game quite a bit. Um Mm -hmm. I, also, I also don't think it kind of goes overboard and, and it doesn't really do like the um, like they're kids, but it, they're not overly like, at least not in Strikers. I think they do that a lot in the original five uh, with the whole storyline with On and uh, what's the dude's name? Yusuke. Uh, like all that stuff yeah. I think gets kind of weird, but but you know, I could deal with some tropes every now and then. Depends on what it is. Um, Tales of Arise have got, has gotten so much praise from so many different areas. I, it didn't actually strike me as something that was like egregious with the game um, at all. I would agree. I don't think it is. Cool, cool. Like, like I said, the hot spring is there, but like, it's just Japan. Yeah, and, they have hot springs. And how's the uh, <laughs> how's the music in this game? I don't know if I've heard you talk about it quite yet. 
I haven't talked about the music and I should. Um, this is one of those ones that really snuck up on me. Mm-hmm. Um, like I remember going back to the Persona example for for instance, I knew the moment I first heard a Persona track, I was like, this right. is something special. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tales is more of like earworms that you find yourself humming. It's like, oh yeah, I do like this song. Yeah. Oh yeah, I like this song mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, even from just like uh, basic combat to uh, different character themes, the opening's really fun. That's a that's an anime ass opening. <laughs> 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 if you if you want an anime theme song, you got one. There it is. Right, right. Um, even the fishing music has its own like little fun flair to it. So yeah, I'm, I'm liking it a lot. Okay, okay. You know when you said that, that made me think of Yakuza because Yakuza is pretty anime in a lot of times um, and mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, so it's like, it, but it has, um, I that sounds good. Like Tales of Arise is always, like when, when you're talking about it, when I see, I haven't watched a lot of gameplay, but when I've seen like little clips of it, um, it seems like it would have like this grandiose, like sweeping epic orchestral score backing it mm-hmm. or something. Um, like it, it, it makes you feel like you're on an adventure. It does. Cool. It's a very yeah. It's got like the choir and everything. This grand sweeping orchestral score, like you were saying. Yeah. It's all there. Okay. It this this feels like another one of those just really refined games it, that uh, doesn't do too much completely new, mm-hmm. but it does enough to like put a fresh shine on things. Mm, okay. Is this one of your games of the year? Ah, uh, very well could be. Okay, it's sitting there at the list. We're almost at the end we of the are year. Like, I guess yeah, so. Yeah, we are getting there. I expect fully an argument for this game, uh, which is also partially why I want to play it, so I can have like some context for it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it just I'm really impressed and, and pleased. I mean, whenever someone, you know, whenever one of my friends like likes something, I that makes me happy. So uh, it seems like you really, really like this game a lot. Yeah, this is probably my most played game this year. Excellent. Excellent. Anything else about uh, Tales you want to regale us with? Uh, check out Tales, guys. That's all, I, that's all I got, man. I think you should play it. I really do. Um, if Even if it's not really, JRPG is not really your style, or if this is like your first time getting into a Tales game, this is the place to start. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, James, again. Uh, that is Tales of Arise. Definitely check that out. It sounds like a good game i plan on checking it out myself at some point before the year ends so we can have our legendary debate or discussion or argument or whatever mm-hmm. people want to call it uh <laughs> but um or robbery yeah. or, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> oh man the sweet sweet taste of defeat it, it's harsh i felt that too james there was a time mm-hmm. where i felt that too uh <laughs> but you know what tastes even sweeter what's that the you know what man maybe you were right (laughs) (laughs) that's even sweeter (laughs) i'll take that i can't argue i can't argue against it james i can't argue all right guys um so it's time for you bro yes yes you've you've seemed to have been all over the place recently so Mm -hmm. i'm actually quite curious to see what you have been playing yes i have i've been playing a lot um honestly i have been playing all over the place like you said i try to stay on like a couple things at most but i think in august and september i just kind of went insane with things and like at some point the games were just coming out like every week and i just couldn't couldn't 
deal with it. Uh, and I was, I, I initially just had to say, you know what? Shut everything the fuck down. I, I have to play like one thing right now. Um, and one of the game, those games is Deathloop, which I talked a little bit about Deathloop in our last episode. Um, so I won't go like super, super deep into it, but I did want to mention that I have finished Deathloop. The, the loop has been broken. Um, and, okay. And I wanted to mention this partially because um, the the ending of this game, like a lot of people have talked has talked about it. And I will not spoil it here yep. for people who don't know or who plan on playing this. James, you haven't gotten a chance to get your hands on this yet, right? I have it. I just have not got a chance to replay it. No. Oh, okay, okay. So I will not spoil anything for you um, or anyone else out there. But I do have to say, the ending is very disappointing. Um, and arcane games, and it's disappointing not because of like necessarily what happens or what doesn't happen. Um, well, maybe it is actually what doesn't happen. Not much happens actually. It's it's a pretty ab- abrupt uh, ending. Atlanta, you sound like you've seen or watched someone play this game. I have heard that similar sentiment. It just kind of stops, or it just kind of ends, and you go, "Wait, what? That was it? Like yeah. there wasn't like big finale." Yeah, yeah, that that's kind of that is almost exactly what happened. Um, I absolutely think this is a game worth playing. I liked this game quite a bit. I talked last time about how like it, it was a little emotional for me uh, because you know it's so rare that we get games with like black people in it, especially black people who are just people. Like we're just normal. We're not like characterized or uh, you know um, I should say caricaturized um, or mm-hmm. like. You know, it's just disrespectful in some sort of way. Like, it felt like Colt and Juliana are just regular people, but uh, in this crazy world. Um, and, and they're also leads, right? Yes, they are leads. That Thank you. Yeah, that's another big thing with this game, is that they are leads. And Deathloop, again, is made by a black creative designer, uh, who, which is awesome. I think that is so, so fucking cool. Um, and I think it delivers on that front. Like, I mean, and, and that's the thing is like, you know, they, they are just kind of navigating their way uh, through this hellscape that, that you're playing in. And I think all the staples of arcane games are here. So if you are a mm-hmm. fan of arcane, uh, you know, Dishonored, uh, Prey, you're, you're really, I mean, I, I say this with, you know, 100% sincerity, like you have absolutely played Deathloop before. And it's just in terms of the, the moment to moment gameplay. Um, you've got your, you know, your, your standard firearms, your ballistics, um, even down to like the powers in your left hand that you can wield, um, such as like the power to um, lift people up and slam them on the ground. You can actually disguise yourself as someone else. You can also, uh, you have a power that links everyone else, like their, their feelings, like their actual physical being, so that if you shoot one person, everyone else who's linked feels it. Uh, that's probably the coolest one. Um, and so you get a lot of really creative combinations uh, of, of ways to tackle the objective, which is to kill, I think, seven or eight of these people on this island over the course of a day. And each day is split up into four different sections, uh, morning, afternoon, uh, I think noon and evening, something like that. But yeah, so it, it's, it's really cool. But yeah, again, I wanted to just bring it up because really cool game. I would imagine you'll probably hear about it again towards the end of the year but you know i i do think it's missing that oomph at the end uh, that really just kind of makes it stick at the end i was just like oh 
okay, well, I guess that's that, uh, and sort of closed the book on it. So I might return to, to like unlock some of the other secrets. There's so much in that game that you can discover. Um, it's it's if you just decide to get off the path. But uh, you know, I might do that when I've got a little bit less, you know, on on my plate at the moment. So. Which I think is still... You think it might be one of those kind of situations where, like, the true ending happens after you unlock extra, like, secret here, secret there, that kind of thing? That's what I thought at first. That's a good point. Um, I, I did think that, as far as what I've seen, because I did look up, like, has anyone else, like, discovered anything? I did genuinely think I was missing something. And I don't often feel that way, like, when I complete a game. Like, usually it's pretty clear when something actually is over, over. Um, but, mm-hmm. but, no, this, this doesn't seem to appear to have any... Uh, it did, it does have multiple endings, but I think it's like three or four. I saw two of them. Like I, I went and I'll tell you right now, like it was so odd. Like the ending was so odd to me that like I went, I went back and beat the game again. Like and it, that's like a 30 minute, uh, maybe like 45 minute process. Um, mm-hmm. I went back immediately beat it again to see if there was anything different. And it was a little different, but not like significant enough. I actually was kind of satisfied with my first ending. Um, Hmm. So, yeah, I, but that is a good point, James. I, I wish that there was something like that. Um, but I, I may go back just to fuck around with the world a little bit more, discover uh, more secrets, um, and just get more of that experience because it's so it's so guided. Uh, and that's another point I wanted to bring up really quick about Deathloop is that, like, I'm going to talk very briefly about Outer Wilds, and I would say that Deathloop is, like, a big AAA um, kind of not mainstream, I don't want to say that, but like it, it's more of a guided moment to moment experience than Outer Wild. And Outer Wild kind of puts you in a large sandbox and says, go figure it out. And Deathloop is like, hey, here's all these waypoints and like go here and go here. And it's all really cool and interesting. And there's a ton of awesome world building and, and it looks great. Um, but it is, you know, it's, I think it's as linear as you want to make it. Um, you can turn the objective hmm. markers off and just go off of the clues that the game gives you to sort of give you that, that um, I guess the new popular term is immersive sim experience. Um, you could do that. But um, I actually just played with the markers and I still found it fun. Like all the, like the way that you can tackle an objective is up to you. And I definitely fucked up a lot, uh, a, a lot. So I'm pretty sure I did not complete that game the way that maybe it was intended to be completed but uh but but i mean that's, that's the, the beauty of that kind of game right? exactly exactly that's the whole point that i think arcane is trying to make is that like hey you did it your way you did it the way that you knew how to do in that moment um you know and that's that's what it is so um uh, that's death loop that's death loop i hmm. wanted to transition over to another time loop game outer wilds echoes of the eye um I dropped everything when this game came out. As you all know, this is a really tired <laughs> talking point for me, uh, but mm-hmm. Outer Wilds is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, that is a big, big statement because that game came out two years ago. Um, so it's not like it's old, and I really, really hesitate on giving that type of title to something so recent, but I feel that strongly about it. Uh, it that base game, is, I think, is pretty, pretty much perfect. I don't have any criticisms for it. Um, even though I know a lot of people had issues with like the way it controls and the ship controls and, and all that sort me, of stuff. Me, I, that's me. Yep. <laughs> Atlanta did. I know my argument to that is that you just have to practice. Like that's the point of the game, but I understand that just not everyone will do that. Wants to practice. Right. Like, and, 
Oh, go ahead, Atlanta. I just don't like space. Oh, and you don't space like space. Space scares right. me. Yeah. It scares me. Oh, uh, yeah. And well, at least, or at least this game does, like, but, like, other space games, like Halo and stuff like that, that doesn't really, like, yeah. I don't care about those games. No, you make it's a, just scary. You know, you make a good, I mean, you make a good point because it is scary. I mean, Outer Wilds scared the shit out of me, and, like, it's not, you don't kill, you don't ever kill anything in that game. Like, you, no, mm. nothing ever, like, attacks you in the base game. Nothing ever, like, is coming after, well, there is something, but it's not, yeah. like, it, it, it's, you know what I mean, though, right? Like, it's not. Yeah. You're not killing anything. Right. You are being attacked right. by space itself. Exactly. Yeah. By, like, nature. The nature of the universe. Mother Nature is out to get you. Um, ah, and that sounds like Tales of Arise. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It, <laughs> look, Outer, Outer Wilds and anime. Name a better combination. Um, so. can Yeah, like, it, it. So, Outer Wilds, again, awesome, awesome game. I was really pumped for this DLC. It dropped. Um, I had no idea it was coming out up until, I think it got data leaked or something like earlier this year might be wrong about that but um i was like okay yeah shit give it to me i don't care if it's 60 bucks i'll purchase it um it released uh what are my thoughts you might be wondering do you think of outer wilds echoes of the eye um well my i mostly love it mostly love it i think it is a good follow-up to the base game i don't think it's as perfect as the base game I don't know if anything, Aww. I don't think it ever will be, uh, anything ever will mm-hmm. be, you know, um, and there's a reason for that. There's a reason why I feel that way. Um, I don't want to spoil this experience for any fucking body. So if you're listening, you're like, oh my God, I always wanted to play Outer Wilds. Okay, like go play Outer Wilds. You don't need me to really like, you know, beat that that drum anymore. Um, so, it, I, and I do believe that a part of that experience, at least a large part of it, is the idea that like you're figuring out everything kind of on your own um you're piecing together the mystery and you're seeing things that leave you in awe i will say when i first started that dlc um within like an hour I, my jaw was on the floor like of what i was seeing and i think maybe on a future episode when i feel better about like speaking openly about it and we'll we'll go into it um i don't think it'll be eligible for game of the year because it's a dlc technically not a, a new thing um mm-hmm. but uh, get it out of here but, <laughs> Oh yeah, this bad boy would be pretty high. But that that said though, like there are issues here, um, and issues that unfortunately, like I can't really get into without spoiling it. I will say that there's some late game segments that uh, are unfortunate. And I understood what Mobius was doing. I don't think they're like exactly wrong for it, but I personally did not find it very fun. Um, I do think that if you, in typical Outer Wilds fashion, if you kind of just chip away at like the what the game actually wants you to do uh in certain circumstances there's ways to make that particular segment easier but um but i didn't i did not approach it in that way uh and i found it very frustrating a very frustrating experience but at the end once i got past it i was back to really enjoying it again um so it did give me that same sense of wonder and mystery and intrigue uh, and, and honestly, mm-hmm. fright that the original base game gave me. So I think that they were mostly successful here with a few stumbles along the way. It sounds like uh, from like beginning Outer Wilds, I know that they changed some murals on base game Outer yes. Wilds to give better clues. So that might be one of those things that they have to like 
patch in to make it a little bit more clear. Yeah, maybe, maybe. You're absolutely right. They did do that uh, for base game. They did actually a lot. That's something I wanted to tell you, actually, Elena. They actually hmm. changed a lot of the exhibit. So, like, they give you more info about um, certain things. And the options are more friendly. The menu, they completely changed the menu as well to make it uh, more uh, readable and certainly, uh, again, more accessible to anyone who was having, like, a really tough time. Not necessarily figuring things out but like just in terms of oh okay i want to automatically boost my jetpack instead of having to press the button that's just an accessibility option here it is uh so they did a lot of stuff like that too hmm. so i do think it's a much better game now than when it first launched uh, but you know i played it when it first launched and, and really enjoyed it so if you have any interest if you played the base game i do recommend checking it out uh, just know just just brace for some some late game trials and tribulations, I would say. All right. Uh, next thing I wanted to talk about was Hell Let Loose. Have you guys heard about this game? No. I actually have not. No. Okay. So this is a game. I want to say it's an indie title. I might be wrong about that. Someone can fact check me. But um, but it is a World War One large scale shooter. So I would say the closest thing that you could liken this to is like. Battlefield, uh, but just in terms of player scale. Um, But the communication, though, communication is absolutely key. And I love these games that come out where it says communication provided by and then like the logo of whatever it is, because you can tell it's like, oh, shit, they're using like their own voice servers. So like, obviously, voice chat's going to be integral. And it absolutely Mm -hmm. is. So the whole point is like you're, you're capturing. These are large battlefields, by the way, like you're capturing these points on a battlefield. I want to say it's 50 versus 50. Might be wrong about that, but it is, it's pretty big. Um, it's supposed to be modeled or photo modeled after real life World War uh, locations. And so everything is super realistic. The game is very slow. I don't mean that as a bad thing exactly, but just to kind of prepare you for what to experience. Um, it is uh, very, melodically paced I, I, I or method, uh, methodically paced is what i should say and some that might be off-putting to people who are maybe used to battlefield call of duty or something faster basically apex whatever um you are in a squad of i think up to six or seven people each of you has like a different role uh so you can play like assault or infantry stuff, stuff like that um and i played medic so i was healing people uh and I, I just I wanted to bring this up because I had such a cool experience. Online gaming is really fucking hard nowadays. I don't mean hard like it's difficult to do or to execute. It's hard to like have a conversation with randoms. It, this is my opinion. It's hard to have a conversation mm-hmm. with randoms and not have it completely go sideways um, for any reason. And I can only imagine if like you know you're not like a white dude, <laughs> straight white dude. Like I'm sure you're. It's probably it's. It's not good. It's not good. So, um, and I play a lot of Warzone. I can tell you that. Uh, Somebody's either always (laughs) talking off mic uh, to someone else, or they are playing really (laughs) loud music. Um, (laughs) Hey, Bob! Hey, Bob, you're freaking medicine! I need it! Yeah, I need it! Yeah, it's like, it's all, it's that. It's that type of thing. Um, (laughs) That was really good. Yeah. (laughs) I I had to check. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, it's... it's, Get the pizza rolls. Oh, yeah, (laughs) Someone literally said that the other day. Um, 
<laughs> so yeah, it, it, so it's a lot of that. It, it's hard. And then with the minute that you say something, you have people with like Trump clan tags and just stupid, oh stupid bullshit. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I personally just don't have the patience for it. I know some people do. I don't. Um, so I was already wary. I was like, okay, a game relying solely on communication, what is in store for me? Turns out, man, I met some cool people. I did something I never, I haven't done in years probably. And that's added randoms to my friends list. Uh, on PlayStation. Was I no your list randoms that you added to your friends list? Uh, no, no, I don't think oh, no. Oh, okay. But I mean, you, you were one of the most valuable. How about that? Oh. There we go. Um, Feel good moments. <laughs> so, so, uh, I, so it was really cool. It was like this Australian dude who I met on a certain, because I was actually just like running on the battlefield, slow as shit. And I was just like, I don't know where the action is. I hear a lot of shit happening, but I don't know where anything is. And I see this car rolling up and in my ears, I'm hearing like them like two people talk like openly and i'm like i'm like hey 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 stop over here i'm like waving my gun in the air like hey stop come on you know, right here I, I don't know how to play this game i literally said that and the guy was like i don't want to try to do an australian accent i'm just going to embarrass myself and everyone around me uh so mm-hmm. i'm not going to do it just pretend i'm saying it in an australian accent. imagination <laughs> right exactly exactly so the guy gets out and he's like you know he's like oi mate like you know i can help you uh and he like basically sherpaed me through this like this this whole experience and told me like stuff to look out for he's like hey you're gonna drown in that trench don't go over there uh here here's how to reload and all this other stuff and you can switch over to the team channel over here we got a bunch of people chatting and it was just a really cool experience now granted i could probably never play with this guy very often because australia's like 14 hours ahead of me is it 14 i thought it was like 18 it might it might be closer to 18 i I think it's like somewhere between that uh between that for sure it's certainly i think japan is like 13 so yeah you might be you're probably right it's probably closer to that um but yeah it's so far away it was like a choice thing i i I put this game in at like two o'clock in the morning like on a saturday or something um so but it was really cool though like the idea is that you have like a commander and you're on your team and your commander has officers, and like for each squad. Each squad, I think, is like eight squads, something like that. Um, and the commander will issue, like, and he'll be able to talk, he or she will be able to talk to people in each squad, like the officers will. But the officers will also have that frontline communication to the commander who can put down garrisons. Garrisons allow you to spawn in at different areas of the map. So you want your commander alive and, like, actually say, like, you know, on the front line doing giving you orders basically and saying hey we need an airstrike here or we need to like run this flank over here or we need to bomb this building here um and they can actually issue those commands that go out to the whole squad so communication is super key um really important but it felt cool like it felt really cool in a way that i haven't experienced in another multiplayer game in quite a while so i thought that that was really neat uh, and just wanted to sort of highlight it here um it is the playstation plus game of the month this month so it just i played it in beta like i think a month ago uh, it is officially out as of tuesday of this week uh, that you're listening to this recording um so hurry up and redeem it for october i think it's actually pretty cool i've redeemed it i plan on playing it quite a bit more from here oh speaking of yeah since you met an australian yeah it was made by an australian studio Oh, was it? My team seventeen. Yes. Okay. Yo, what if it was one of the devs? 
<laughs> I, I did. You, cool. you know what's funny? That'd be cool. I legit asked him that. I was like, are you one of the, like, on the dev team? Because this dude knew every fucking thing. I was like, the beta just came out, like, yesterday. How do you know? And he was, he was so confident. It's one thing to be like, you know, I think the A button does this or, like, triangle does that. But no, he was like, mm-hmm. no, it does this. Oh, yeah, you, you go here. You do that. So I was like, okay, are you on the dev team, bro? Uh, but no, he said no. It could have been a cover. Uh, it could have been a cover, though. It could have been. Could. So I'll uh, never yeah. know. They're called Black Matter. Black Matter, the dev team? Yes. And cool. it's published by Team 17. Cool. Yeah. Awesome, awesome game. Yeah, it's cross-play as well. Um, so... Definitely check it Yay. out if you're looking for like you know anything like what I said. If you have Battlefield is your bag, you want something more, um, I think less arcadey. You should go for this. I think it's really really cool. Hmm. All right, last game for me of the day is Halo Infinite. Halo Infinite, the flight, the the flight. I tried to get in the first time. I fucked up. Didn't get in. So. Had to wait for this one. James, did you get a chance? I know you got in, but did you get a chance to play this? So I got a chance to play with butts. I did not get to play any actual matches. Ah, okay, okay. So before we start talking just about this, I mean, that's still good. I, I, I'm really glad to hear that because I have someone to bounce things off of now. Um, mm-hmm. What were your expectations coming into Halo Infinite Flight? And then what, were you, what did you actually experience? So... I guess we could start with my history with the Halo franchise. Okay. Um, never owned an Xbox when one or two came out. I rented and played the hell out of three. Because uh, that was on the 360, Reach, right? Yeah, that was 360. Okay. Um, I played the hell out of Reach. That was probably where I sank the most of my time into the Halo franchise. And then... Well, I kind of just fell off the train after that, like, especially after Bungie went off and do its own thing. I pretty much lost interest. Um, so when I came in, I was expecting Halo. Um, and I feel like I got it. I got the same voice guy. That was the one thing I was looking for for real. <laughs> same, same multiplayer yeah. commentator. Okay, we can deal with the rest. <laughs> as long um, as he's in. <laughs> as long as he's in. That's funny. I feel like I had to readjust how the weapons work because I thought I knew like a couple combos. Like, um, mm-hmm. is the plasma pistol combo still the same? Yeah, because I feel the like it's combo, different now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just felt like the damage was a bit lower on the guns, which is fine with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it feels like Halo. I like some of the new additions. I like some of the uh, the newer weaponry. I guess from people I don't quite know. Right. Like I, I recognize like this um some type of like orange plasma rifle or something like that oh yeah it's like so i don't even know what that is because they have promethean weapons in four and five but Prometheans, i don't even... that's the one yeah you. that those might be i have no idea what's going on in the story right now with infinite um but it might be yeah what do they call it like ravagers or like the gun yeah. itself mm-hmm. and you can you can like turn the barrel sideways or, or like it changes orientation oh, as you shoot oh yes heat wave that's what it is heat wave okay yeah. Yeah, I, I like that gun. That was fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that a bit. Um, I also got to check out the the grappling hooks. I like the grappling hook mm-hmm. feature. Mm-hmm. I, I do like the spawnable uh, weapons after a certain time frame. Yeah. So like, it seems like a solid game. Okay. Something you would be interested in playing when it drops. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't want to cut you off, James. Go ahead and finish if you had. 
No, nah, I mean, that's pretty much what I've got. Okay. Uh, and the bot play, I believe, is the first time in the franchise they've had bots. How was that for you? Um, that was actually a lot of fun because the main thing was that it allowed me to just swap up weapons on the fly. Mm-hmm. So I really just trained. I, I just t- treated it like a training session. Um, ran out of ammo, pause real quick, change guns, you have fresh ammo. Instead of having to like die and respawn and come back. So it just really let me just get my hands on everything. And that was a lot of fun. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Um, uh, so my history it, with the franchise is I was a huge Halo fan, uh, original trilogy, I think up to reach. Um, you know, I think I, I would always, I would say I was always a Halo fan, but like I, I didn't, I wasn't really interested as interested in the series after reach. Um, and even reach was kind of the point where I was like, all right, maybe getting a little long in the tooth. That's when they were starting to chase some of the other kind of faster games with all the equipment swapping. Uh, not saying reach was mm-hmm. a bad game at all. I, I think reach is fine. I, I liked the story mode in reach actually uh, quite a bit, but, um, I think in multiplayer, I started falling off a bit and then, yeah, when Bungie left, it was, you know, not really my thing anymore. I thought Halo four was almost like gears of war four in a way. It was like, it felt like baby's first halo in in some sense like it was like they they wanted to make something that it it was they wanted to be halo they wanted to feel look and sound like halo but it didn't but something wasn't right yeah something wasn't right um and halo 5 i think was just a complete mess um i did not like that game at all i know some people swear by the multiplayer mode i didn't play enough of it honestly just the campaign turned me off so hard i was just not feeling it so halo infinite's announcement and that trailer from the e3 i don't even think was honestly that bad it got memed a lot but like it it didn't it didn't blow me out of the water but like i didn't think it was like terrible so i was like okay i'm lukewarm so probably expect what i've been getting with other 343 hate i uh games at this point which is sad Mm -hmm. because it's like i want this franchise to be good again and relevant um, and it can be, but in the landscape, we had this conversation, I think on an episode pass where we were talking about the, the relic can, can Halo be relevant again? Like, how can it be relevant in the age of like the Call of Duties, the Battlefields, the Apexes, Valorants, uh, you know, a lot of these shooters, um, you know, have evolved in, in a lot of ways. Um, you know, a lot of them have either gone free to play, they've done battle royale, they've added abilities overwatch uh, again valorant those type of experiences um not battleborn what's the uh shit heroes of the storm that's a moa battleborn yeah. came to your mind first <laughs> hey man i know don't do battleborn like that. not like paladins or anything thank you no that, that thank you no no that's what i was thinking of paladins thank you thank you paladins i don't know why i was thinking <laughs> battleborn battleborn but but yeah. rude. <laughs> but but like these 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 hero ability shooters, right? Like they just evolved. And Halo was at its best at a specific point in time when these games weren't mm-hmm. available. So like, how can Halo do this? And I had doubts. I fucking had doubts, guys. I did not think. I mean, I had faith that Infinite would be good because something about it. Joe Staten coming back was great news. Um, you know, them having the extra year to to do this. Bill basically putting his foot down and saying, hey, don't release this shit right now. Like, take take some time. We're going to be in some deep shit because we can't let this fail. We If this is fails, this is bad for the brand. Like, you know, so, all right, cool. They have a whole year to work on this. 
So I have like, I was cautiously optimistic is probably the best way to say it. I can't believe the words that are about to come out of my mouth. If you would have asked me a month ago, would I be saying this? I probably would say there's 98% chance I would not. The Halo fight was probably some of the best multiplayer I've ever experienced like this year. Like it was astoundingly fun. Astoundingly Are you fun. sure? I, I have not played a better multiplayer game this year. I don't think. Just wait till Overwatch 2 comes out. <laughs> Kidding, uh, that's next year. Yeah, I mean... Well, James, what what's come out? Have I talked about anything else? Actually, I'm starting to like running through my mind like other stuff I've talked about. I mean, honestly, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now that I think about it, it's been mostly single player stuff with you. I think so. I think I mean, and you know, and if I haven't played multiplayer, it's been a lot of like the same rotation, right? Overwatch, Warzone, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But but this is like those other games. Well, Overwatch being the exception, like that's something I I would play alone. But like, but but. This Infinite was something, like, I am going to play the fuck out of. Like, I'm going to play this game in a way that I haven't played a shooter in, like, a, a while. Um, I think this is... It, this is one of the most incredible feeling Halos uh, since that original trilogy. And I cannot really explain to you how high of a compliment that is. And especially, especially for the team of 343. And it has no knock against them. No knock at all. Like, I'm just saying that because of the... I have not... I did not dig 4 or 5. I just didn't. Uh, I just don't think they were good games, period. I don't think you were alone in that either. No, no, I don't think so. I think there's a reason why this series kind of fell off. People just didn't... They didn't like the series anymore after those games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Infinite, I think, is where it's going to turn around for them. Uh, I think it's going to bring the franchise back in a good way. And the fact that it's even free-to-play is great. Uh, it... I don't want to say it doesn't feel like a free-to-play game, because that feels pretty shitty. There's a lot of really good free-to-play games out there. But, like, it feels like there's time, money, and energy, and effort spent into every aspect of it. Um, the first thing you hear when you boot it up is that legendary music. That The music is a big deal for me, at least as far as Halo goes. Like, I love Halo music. I own, like, a couple of those soundtracks. Like, it's really, really good. And they managed... The theme song became a meme. Uh... <laughs> You mean people singing in the in the bathroom in the, the locker hello, room yeah too? yeah the homes i mean i are you saying that like that's a bad thing or, or no oh like, okay it's just very like in iconic yeah sure yeah e- easily distinguishable yes and what they did in infinite seemingly is like they didn't remix it annoying so they have like that familiar the, the, the choir in the background like that's there oh, Assassin's Creed does that too with yeah. family. Yeah, exactly. Like they, they, they have that stuff in there. That's that's in there, but then they like kind of have their own spin on it, and it sounds like if you know if the band explosions in the sky or something like that. Like that's kind of what the game sounds like now, and it sounds really cool. It's not like that butt rock of Halo Two. It's like you know, it's it's it, you never heard of that term butt rock. I have it. It tickles me every time. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> butt rock. It's like um, yeah, hey, it's not, Sonic Adventure Two is butt rock. Like I like, I like those that stuff, but it butt rock. I do like some butt rock. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, but it, this is like way more like measured. It seems more somber and not in like an overly cheesy way, but just in a, a more more somber take on it. And I I really appreciated that. Uh, you can go in, you can customize your Spartan. Kind of all the free to play trappings are in there, but it doesn't seem like it's super egregious. Like you can customize the armor on your your person your dude or your lady 
um, and you can do the AI. Now the AI, I was a little like iffy on because some of them are a little too like precious. Um, but, you know, they're like, I'm ready to do some damage, Spartan. Like it's just kind of that. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm just like, all right, okay, I don't need, I don't need all that. And then there's like a few that are just bit, way too fucking peppy, like. One of them, I think when you do the, the preview voice line, he starts actually humming the theme song. Like, he's like, da-da-da-da. Like, he's just, and I'm just like, okay, all right, you're trying to be too cute now. Um, but, Whatever, I'm totally picking that guy. <laughs> dude, I looked at him. I was like, this is James. This is James' AI, like, right here. Like, I swear to God. His name is Fred. I'm going to remember that. Um, Fred? Fred, yes. I think you get, Got you, my guitar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, you can customize all that stuff. Uh, all the skins come in like battle passes. They did give you a preview of what the battle passes will be like. Cool thing about oh, boy. The, well, the cool thing about this is that like I was prepared to roll my eyes here, um, but the battle passes don't actually run out, which is cool. Like most other battle passes do have like a time limit on them, so it always feels like you have to rush it for like mm-hmm. a month or two to like get the, whatever the thing is that you want. But you never have to do that in Infinite. You could just grind however you want. Um, well, that's good. It's the Avengers route. Right, right. Yeah, so nothing is ever going to be locked away, and that's just really nice. I think that actually goes a long way um, towards making something like that feel palatable, because I was kind of worried at first. I was like, oh, shit, you're making Halo free-to-play. That means, like, cosmetics and, like, all the cool shit's going to be locked behind this, and the grind's going to be egregious, but it didn't really feel that bad. Um, so let me talk about the actual game for a second. I agree with everything you said, James. Um, the game feels great. Like, I think it feels like Halo, and again, that... That feels like such a flippant comment, but like it's not. Like, it, it that's the highest praise that you can give it because Halo. It, because they did two games where it did not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. That's ab- absolutely true. Um, and they're trying to emulate a style. I mean, Halo was once the king of console shooters, um, and the fact that they were able to emulate that, and I think probably make a serious run for the crown again, I, I think is is significant. Um, so I, I'm really pleased with that. The guns all felt good. Except for, with the exception of the Commando. I wasn't a huge fan of that one. Uh, did you get a chance to... The Commando was the, like, kind of like the SMG, isn't it? Um, it kind of felt like when it had, it was like a 20-round clip. Um, it was, a, it was pretty big. It had like a... But it looked like a, it looked like a pretty standard gun, though. Yeah. It looked like a... Okay, I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like a standard gun. It sounded cool, and it looked cool, but it just didn't do the damage that I really wanted it to do. Um... So I, I would agree. Yeah, I, I was feeling some kind of way about that. Um, but I would say most of the guns felt great. Uh, I'm going to... Yo, oh, go the spear, the spear launcher. Oh, yeah, that shit is deadly. Like, that... That is... Oh. That dist- so when I was in matchmaking, and I, I participated in most of the matchmaking sessions um, on mm-hmm. both weekends, um, and I destroyed entire vehicle with that that gun that you're talking about i can't remember the name of it the skewer it's called the skewer it's the skewer yeah um it takes a shit load of time to reload but boy is it worth it that's a one-hit kill if you nail somebody with that thing Um, it's such a good feeling man oh it's great it's phenomenal um especially you can like get somebody out of the sky yep oh oh yeah so that's the thing about halo infinite is the sandbox the sandbox is incredible in this game. Like that's what Halo's always been known for is its variety of wacky shit that will happen from game to game to game. And like every experience feels different. Like that's that Halo popularized that at least again for, for consoles. Um, like that's that's what it's always been about. And the sandbox is the most robust that I've seen it yet. Um, 
people i've seen so many awesome videos of people like shooting a skewer at a lift and having it like come back onto a, a person like half a map away um i've seen incredible vehicle vids like people doing just amazing stuff and you mentioned the grapple earlier james uh grapple is amazing i think a serious game changer in this franchise mm-hmm. like i actually thought it would be a main part of the kit just because they showed it off like in that trailer uh for campaign unfortunately it's not it is a pickup that you have to you know you have to get but but when you get it though i grappled onto a ghost for the first time uh and jacked somebody like out of it um mm-hmm. i also grappled onto a person and beat them to death uh first thing i tried <laughs> so good so good um and then i grappled a weapon off the rack that i didn't want to run to so Oh, ooh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, that was fucking cool. So every single piece of equipment has a really cool utility to it, like the repulsor. I saw a video of somebody, like a whole team traveling in a pack, and somebody repulsed them like off the edge of the map. So you got an overkill off that. Um, you know, things like uh, j- putting a drop wall down so that, you know, you can shoot out of it, but people can't shoot you or they can, but they have to like uh, shoot the shield first. Um, mm-hmm. Just really cool shit like that. Um, it, it's so varied, man. I played 4v4 Slayer, CTF, um, sorry, Capture the Flag, the Domination, which is like control points. So you have to get, uh, capture those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I did that all in Big Team Battle as well, which is like 12v12. So overall, I really love this game. Like this is like I thought I was going to be I thought it might be good. Like when I played it, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. hopefully I was kind of playing through like, uh, <laughs> through like uh, open fingers, basically like playing with my hands, like over my eyes going like, okay, is it, is it good? Is it good? And it turns out it's great. So, um, I can't wait. Like it's, I've been feeding for Halo right now. Like that's the, that's the game I've been thinking about. Like, uh, I'm so mad that like, I can't play it at the moment, but I, boy, I can't wait till December 8th. Like that, that game is special. Um, that is supremely comforting yeah. to hear, honestly. Yeah, that's how I would ex- describe my experience playing the flight. It was comforting. It was comforting. It felt like an evolution. It felt familiar, like the familiar experience of Halo, yet mm-hmm. it evolved enough. Like, truly combat evolved in some ways. Like, it, it, they, they pushed just enough so it did not feel exactly like the trilogy, but just enough tweaked it so, it, you know, it, it doesn't, it's not unfamiliar, so... Yeah, and so it's going. I like it. It's a, it's a, absolutely a win, and that's what I've been playing, guys. Let's move on into the news. I thought that we would start with uh, a little Smash news. Sakurai, uh, Sakurai, he had a Smash direct recently, and for the, <laughs> in case you haven't heard, in case you haven't heard, <laughs> right? Um, for the final Smash character, James, what happened during this? Sakurai came through and brought in the ultimate crossover. Because, like, like you, you thought the MCU was ambitious. You thought the DCEU was ambitious. You thought Fortnite was ambitious. But no. Sakurai steps in and brings Sora from Kingdom Hearts to Smash Bros? Finally. After Finally. all this time. And, and the crazy thing about, like, the whole presentation was he went through the whole history of trying to get Sora in Smash. And for those of y'all who don't know, this is something they wanted to do six years ago. Like, fucking Disney. They, 
They did a whole um, Smash Bros. ballot. People could vote in for the character they wanted, and Sora won. That's actually Six the like, years ago. That's actually couldn't. the crazy part is that they they straight up said nope, can't do it. So the next person won. That's funny, <laughs> right? And they were like, we're not going to tell you the results because everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> if if we told you Disney said no, you're going to hound Disney. Yeah. Yeah. So somehow they managed to work out the rights, and Sora is coming to Smash Bros. Hmm. I I so oh go ahead James. I mean, so I I don't know how you guys feel about this. I I mean, I guess I do know how you feel about Kingdom Hearts, Roddy. <laughs> like you have you have your Kingdom Hearts that you enjoy, right? Uh, yeah, it's cool. It, it's it's fine. It's fine. But but you're not you're not a diehard. I'm not a diehard. No. no. Oh, and what about you? I am excited for all the people that Sora is finally in Smash. I always thought that he should have been in Smash because he's what been a staple part of Nintendo for like years. But has, has he? he? I don't know. I don't know if he's been a staple. Yeah. Like, well, like every Nintendo character that's in Smash has been on a Nintendo console. I mean, right? he actually has been on more Nintendo consoles than Cloud has. So yeah, I'll give him so that. that's true. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, like a part of like Nintendo's like ecosystem. It, it, I would say it, it fit. I would generally agree with you. Like, it fits with like their whole like wholesome aesthetic like when you look at their characters you look when they fit inside of of that 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 framework right like they all have like a charm to them a specific charm mm-hmm. and i think that's what sora as a character like design has and I, I do think that that's why they chose kingdom hearts one above any of the other ones too it's it's more colorful more disney-esque and more i think fits better with that roster i mean of course they did the, mm-hmm. the costumes but his model like the hair the face like that's all kingdom hearts one um, mm-hmm. And I, I think that's a deliberate decision. Yeah, I think it would feel weird otherwise. I mean, that was those that was his version that he was on when he was on the consoles too, right? It was Kingdom Hearts one in like um yeah, it's weird Chain of Memories in Chain of Memories. Yeah, it's weird. Like Nomura has like an obsession with like Kingdom Hearts one Sora. Like he did not want to let that man go for like anything. Anytime you I don't blame him. Anytime you see, I mean, it's a great design. Um, anytime you saw Sora in anything outside of like the 3ds game uh he would always be in kingdom hearts one form always every mm-hmm. time <laughs> um but yeah i i think this is cool like i mean I, I think what fascinates me more than anything else is like the deal that had to go down or deals that had to, to happen to, to, to for this like i'm mm-hmm. yeah like i wish i could have been a fly on the wall for that like like what were the stipulations like clearly they couldn't um, have like any of the disney characters actually show up in there Right. Multiple conversations between Disney, Square Enix, and Nintendo. Like well, that I feel great. like I feel like Square Enix might have been the easiest part of that deal. Oh. Right. Right. Considering the you know they've already had the relationship established. Yeah. Yeah, but it was talking to Disney for both of them is probably the biggest headache. Yeah, I- I'll eat crow on this for sure. <laughs> I was pretty confident that this was never going to happen. Like fairly, I'm sure I'm said I said that on this show probably. That this is mm-hmm. never going to be a thing. People need to stop wishing for it. But hey, I guess dreams never die. Who would you want to have instead of Sora? Oh, I, I don't was going to be in it. James, James might be a better person. Because James plays way more Smash than I do. He might be a better person to answer. I mean, honestly, I didn't have another pick. <laughs> like, all my expectations have been shattered at this point. I got <laughs> Banjo, so I'm good. Oh, right. Um, right. When, when we started throwing out, like, Joker... 
and Sephiroth Joker. and Minecraft Steve. I was like, it really doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> That's funny. You know, I think the one, I think it's uh, two at this point that people, I felt like were, feel like there are an impossibility. But now that Sora happened, I think it's wide open. And I think it, one of those was Sora and the other was Goku. Right? Like Goku's not happening. Yeah, I don't know about that. Sakurai's one. come out and said like it has to be a video game character. Right, right. Yeah. So, so that's not gonna work. I mean, Waluigi would have been great. Oh yeah. Oh, all the Waluigi fans were sad. Right. Just to finally get him in there. Yeah. What is that? Would have been a cool moment. What is the deal with Waluigi? Like, I don't really particularly care for the character, but why does Nintendo seem to like hate him outside of like the party and in, in sports titles? I mean, probably because he's just another Luigi. <laughs> Oh, man. I wonder if it's the memes. <laughs> I mean, I my thought was maybe because he doesn't have his own game. Maybe. Because Wario does. That's he true. as old as Luigi. That's true. Wario Land and WarioWare. That's true. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But that would have that been cool. Yeah. You know, but honestly, I didn't have anybody else. Nobody else on the roster? Not that I really like wanted or needed, not. I still don't understand the need to have Master Chief and Smash. I don't, I don't know what that was that about. Either. I don't know. Yeah, I, that that would have worked better if that whole Game Pass on Switch thing was like a reality. Right. That probably if that deal went through, maybe. I love uh, someone brought up a tweet like, I want to say whenever Overwatch came to the Switch, and people were like, "Oh dear God, are they going to put Tracer into or whoever or Doomfist into a?" Uh, Smash. Mm. If you could get an Overwatch character, Roddy, who would you put in Smash? Uh, Doofus. I would. I mean, I w- I think Doofus would work, but I think it would have to be Tracer. Like Tracer is the face of that franchise. That's like, true. She's like the prime mascot. I would have to imagine it would be her. All the main, all the main fans. I know. Yeah. <laughs> the deeper fans <laughs> emerge. Yeah. Right. Um. You yeah, know but it would have to be Doofus for it to be like logical, because he is a brawler character. He is, but I mean, we have a piranha plant. That's true. We have a piranha plant. Oh, Bayonetta uses Bayonetta, Bayonetta uses guns. Um, oh yeah, that's true. I so, forgot that she does. Yeah, so she they have characters with firearms in there. Um, not a lot. Oh yeah, and Samus. Snake. Yeah, Samus is Snake. Uh, I think Snake has a gun, right? In that. No, he has a box. He has, he has rocket launchers and grenades. He has rocket launchers. Okay, so like firearms or ballistics, but not like yeah, ballistics. Not a gun. Okay, like not gonna pull out a nine on Mario. Um, okay, so I did see that Master Chief was trending. Um, I would only imagine the reason why, because I I don't know myself, but the reason why must be because people saw him in Dead or Alive, like all like way back when, and thought, hey, mm-hmm. well, yeah, I guess it's not him. It's like another Spartan. Um, you forget what her name is. I yeah. forgot what her name was. Yeah, but there's another Spartan in Dead or Alive, and that was a fighting game. And that was at the time I was like, what the fuck. Um, but she was cool, I guess. I don't know. I don't really. I don't think that that was really the area for it. Just like a Doom Guy, although they had a costume for Doom Guy. Yes. And they acknowledged Sakurai acknowledged him. I I still feel like that's in the same sort of realm as as Master Chief. Where I'm just like, I don't really know if I need him in Smash. Uh, we didn't. I'm I'm glad he wasn't a character. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, Travis Touchdown would have been cool. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't consider he, that. Huh. Yeah, he got his meat costume, though, so that's not happening. Oh, did he? Huh. Yeah. You know, the Sora news did make me actually want to buy the uh, the challenge packs, like both of them, because I don't have any of them. Uh, and I would, like, there's a few characters I would like to 
try like the Joker character. Um, Joker's good. Yeah, Joker and the stage. I think he has a stage, right? Yeah. Okay. Does it, it actually changes uh, colors too. That's cool. Yeah. Like based off of which Persona game or whatever. Seems pretty cool. That's pretty. That's pretty rad. Like I want to try some of that stuff out, and I just never bought any of the DLC for this, so I might use the Sora thing as an excuse to to buy the rest of that um, and check. I it think out. you owe it to yourself too. Yeah. Even if you don't play a lot of Smash, like just the fact that this exists, it's worth owning. Yeah. I loved the final reveal trailer because people, okay, a lot of people thought, like, whenever Mario was grabbing to the flames, that it was going to be the, uh, that Dark Souls won, uh, dude. I Oscar. People thought it was going to be him because he was, like, grabbing for the flame, right? Kind of yeah. Like the first flame. Right. But then whenever it turned to the Keyblade, and then that whole Disney uh, Kingdom Hearts music was playing, I thought it was a very nice, like, really, like, the cherry on top for, like, all right, uh, Smash Bros. Ultimate is now done. Yeah, I mean, Smash has always been, like, like, I'm a very, very casual Smash player. Like, I like playing Smash with items. Like, that's the kind of player I am. Like, um, Mm -hmm. I, I, I totally will play without, but, like, I just, I don't care. I just, like, that seeing all these characters, you know, be silly and pound shit out of each other. So like, um, I, but that being said, like, I really like the reveal trailers that they do mm-hmm. for this. Like those are always interesting to me and, and they do a very, very good job. Like the trailer they played at the very end of that presentation was so cool. Cause they put it like with a lot of Easter eggs as well. Um, mm-hmm. like Sora just kind of floating down like he does in the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 1. Like, that's in there for a split second. Like, there's just all these cool nods to other games mixed in with all the Nintendo fuckery that I think is just so charming and cool. Uh, So I really enjoy those trailers. I I will miss them. They are so high quality, though. Yeah. I will miss them. Remember when Luigi fucking got murked? Yes. Death by Dracula. Remember whenever Mario almost got murked, but it, the uh, Sephiroth swords went through his overalls and not him. Right, right. Oh boy. Well, jeez, man, it's hard to so hard to believe it's all over. Yes, it is hard to believe. But you know what's not over, guys? The next gen consoles hmm. aren't over. In fact, they're just beginning. Oh, what a transition! Find me right? one. You, you, you wiped that in there. I sure did. <laughs> I try. I try. I try. Uh, so we're going to talk very briefly about the PlayStation Showcase September 2021 stream because we didn't, uh, we weren't on the air at that time. We, we didn't record. You thought we forgot, didn't you? Exactly. <laughs> we didn't forget. In case you missed it, yeah, a PlayStation it, event happened. Yeah, in case you missed a month ago, uh, we just wanted to highlight some of the cool stuff that actually happened. So what I wanted to do is sort of just kind of go around, maybe name like one or two things that you really want to talk about. Um, and we, uh oh, wait, James, what's up? <laughs> okay, nothing. Go for it. Have fun. I let y'all go first. Uh oh. Oh yeah, I know. I'm scared now. Um, okay, so uh, Elena, do you have something that you want to bring up specifically here? Uh, I really enjoyed the God of War stuff. We got more than I thought. Okay, man, we're starting with God of War. Okay, I expected that to be Good. the finale. Uh, but we no, get, that was that was my expectations was seeing what God of War had in had in store, and they showed like actual like gameplay stuff. Okay, too, like sprinkled in it. Yeah, yeah, that's totally gameplay, absolutely. Um, which is cool. Uh, James, how would you feel about about that trailer? 
So I don't I don't know what I was expecting because God of War PS4 looks so fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when I was watching it, I was like, this just looks like a God of War expansion. Mm. Which not a bad thing. Really did love that game. Yeah. Seriously, I'm I'm down to go play it again. But I don't know. I expected like a little something extra for the next console. I feel like, and I just I don't know if I didn't see it. Maybe I maybe I, I just missed I it. Wonder if it's all technical stuff. Like I'm pretty sure there's gonna be like zero loading screens or whatever. Like I saw one of the bullet points was like kind of shot in like a one shot type of scene or something. Yeah, like, like that. Like I did the last game. Yeah, but there were still loading screens in that. God of War 4. I guess it like realm to realm. Yeah. But even then, it was still like, they used it as a way to explain the story. So it never really felt like you were out of the action. Yeah. Uh, but you get to go to all the realms in this one, instead of just the two or three. And those other two were just like side stories that they were never part of the main story. Mm-hmm. Especially that hell one. That like fiery brimstone one. That was just Ooh. the challenges. Those are so good, man. Those were hard as fuck. I was terrible mm-hmm. at them. I feel like we said the same thing, James, because I don't think you and I have even talked about the God of War stuff or any much of this PlayStation conference now that I'm thinking about it. Um, nope. And I feel like we said the same thing about Horizon 2. Like, almost verbatim. Yeah. I could, you know, looking at Horizon now, I could see the... Um, the improvements mm-hmm. in comparison to the first game. But yeah, I don't know. God of War was like just a continuation of 4. It looks like, I'm cool with that. Right. I think, so, so I mean, I feel like I mean, my impressions are probably going to be pretty short because they they echo yours. Like, it, it looks like more God of War, which is cool. I'm down. I'm going to play that game. Um, but I, I wasn't like, oh, wow, never seen this before. I'm like, like when I, I remember first watching that God of War 2018 trailer, like at E3, and I was like, oh, shit. Like that was different. Like I was oh, like, oh, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm interested in this Kratos, in this God of War, in this world. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was like a, a game changer. Um, that was my first God of War game. I never played any previous ones. Yeah, you, you don't have to. You're good. Uh, I mean, they're not bad, but like, you're very. <laughs> it's a different. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's very different. It's I can tell because feel. he sounds more like tired. Yeah. I would be too <laughs> after all that yelling he did. Yeah. Um, Hers! <laughs> yeah. I was uh I was very lukewarm on this trailer when I watched it at first. Uh I was just like, okay, cool. It, it's it's more of that. Um the second time I watched it, I was a, a little more interested. Um on it i don't know really what changed I, I don't know if anything actually did i think i just my expectations perhaps were a tiny bit lowered um but i, I think it'll be fine um but i don't know when we're getting that game it didn't get a date i don't believe right i don't think so um so i don't know if it's a 2022 or 2023 i think uh yeah there was another game that had that date for sure um okay but but was god of war oh go ahead was it was it the one of the other Insomniac games? Yes. That had that date? Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I thought this was cool, though. I I thought it was a cool choice to make Atreus the same character uh, or the same voice actor for Atreus is here, right? He's just older. Is that mm-hmm. correct? I think so. 
Okay. You would know I more think they got me. nearly all the same actors with the addition of the other ones. Like, um, if you follow um, Norse mythology, which is not a spoiler, it's just a, if you're knowledgeable, that the girl at the very end of the trailer in Norse mythology is Loki's wife. Right, right. Um, who birthed uh, one of the wolves and uh, the giant world snake. Right, right. Which people, of course, were mad about because she's black. Um, so oh, my God. Of course, that was a thing. Um, but then they were also uh, fact-checked because it, they were a thing. So Yeah. Not my daughter award. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we can... <laughs> Not my... But Kratos is... The voice actor is black. He's a giant black dude. So we can basically accept, like magic axes and giant snakes mm-hmm. but a black woman in my game hell no no we um, do know kratos isn't white right uh i thought he was covered in ashes right that's what i'm saying wait <laughs> he's he's pretty dark skin actually underneath all those ashes just so you know <laughs> so I don't, I don't see the confusion what's the problem folks they just want to be racist Okay. Yeah. Um. What else? What else, Elena? Anything else uh, stuck out to you that you want to bring up? No, but you guys can bring up your game of the choice from that event. Okay, James. What about you? What you got for me? Well, the number one. Su- I wouldn't say number one surprise, but definitely uh, one I did not expect at all was a Knights of the Republic remake. Yeah, like, that was what? a good. That was a good starting. Was that the first one that they showed? That was. Yeah, that was. Yeah. That was very good. That that I mean, we need to see more, of course. But Kotor is already just popular as can be, and I've seen what they can do with remakes, so <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good about it. Mm-hmm. But like, who's doing the remake? Is it um, Blue Point or someone else? Aspire and Lucasfilm. Oh, okay. Speaking Part- of Blue Point, PlayStation bought them. That oh yeah, true. that wasn't now. that wasn't on the list, right? Yeah, it, it um, wasn't. They did. They did do that. Uh, I think Even though was... it was leaked like two months ago by Nintendo or Japan, Sony, Sony Japan. Hey, but it's real now. Yeah, it is real now. Uh, yeah, good job, Twitter, Sony Twitter. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's that's cool. Um, thanks for bringing that up, James. I completely forgot about that. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, with Blue Point, I mean, I think that was inevitable. Um, they have a close working relationship with Sony uh, for a long time, so. I'm interested in what they do next. It should be original. Well, they say original content, so who knows what that really means, but hopefully that means like something brand new. I would like to see them tackle their own game. But as I quipped about earlier in our chat, I hope it's not a Ready at Dawn situation um, where they like get the, or, or Sony Bend, where they, they come off of like remakes and ports and shit and do like <laughs> Days Gone or some shit. Like, I don't need that. Oh, no. <laughs> Here we so, go again. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm hoping it's not that situation again. Uh, that they're really—I mean, I feel like they're really talented. So, like, we'll see. Um, but I am looking forward to seeing what they do. Absolutely. Speaking of talented, all the Insomniac people over there getting all the good stuff. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. What else did they reveal over here? You know, we got Spider-Man Two coming. Oh, no, don't don't act like you didn't know it wasn't going to show up. <laughs> Because yes, Spider-Man Morales is... was just 1.5. This is officially 2. It is 2. And you get 2 Spider-Man. No, you get 3. Hmm? Are you counting oh, I'm Venom? I'm counting Venom. Yeah, I am. Okay. It's too early. Can't okay. do it yet. Oh, okay. 
that's a long wait though. 2023 is a long wait. Um, but I mean, when you consider, I guess their output, it makes sense. Uh, they came out with Ratchet, Miles, uh, in the same time frame. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 2023. We got a lot of mutation on that. But yeah, they did show quite a bit of what looked like gameplay to me. Out probably out alpha gameplay. Uh, and yeah, looks cool. This is something I will probably play. I will definitely play. I, I like Ooh, Spider-Man. probably. Yeah, no problem. Well, I liked Spider-Man 1. Uh, I liked it, but I really liked Miles. I thought that was a, like a markedly better game. Um, but I am interested. I'm interested in Spider-Man 2. I'm going to play Spidey. I'm a, I'm a Spidey fan. I'm going to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big Miles fan, especially that game. That game was fucking good. Yeah, it was. Um, I'm going to go back and play it tonight. Yeah, very, very good. So I'm curious about, like... Well, did you have any other comments about Spider-Man 2, James, before you moved on? I mean, uh, not really. They got We got the whole Venom tease, which is nice. And I'm 98% sure that was Craven in the teaser. Right. Doing the talking. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. So that'll be fun to see how they, they manage to uh, handle both of those as antagonists in the story. Yeah. I wonder if you get a switch between uh, Miles and Peter. I have to imagine you will. I have to. Yeah, it's, they, they showed it off in the trailer. Oh, but that's right. Do, like, right. Yeah. They have a little, like, web team up text and stuff. It's cute. <laughs> Gotta be nice. Yeah, yeah. What, what else did they show off? It's on they showed off some fucking a very short teaser of Wolverine, but you're not gonna see his face, but you do see his claws. Oh, I'm so pretty. That that's cool. Has has anyone done like an actual like standalone Wolverine game? Yes. yes. We. It's funny that you mentioned that because a couple weeks prior to this, I had talked about X Men Origins Wolverine. Yep. As like my favorite Wolverine game, if not X-Men game, period. Oh, for God's sake. I thought you were about to say movie. No, no, no. The video, <laughs> game, the, the video game tie-in was infinitely better than the movie. Even Brian Reynolds hated that movie. He he dumps on it constantly. What? That's his thing, though. That's his bit. He has to dump on it. No, but like, I'm pretty sure he actually hates that movie. Like, he Last hated being Green that Lantern, movie. But I'll give it to you. No, he hated both, because... Remember what they did to Deadpool? Yes, they they sewed his mouth shut. It was great. That's awful. <laughs> and gave him Cyclops powers. They gave Cyclops powers and Wolverine powers, where it's just one big long sword in both arms. It's close. It was awful. I'm uh, I'm really curious, like how this is going to work, uh, this game in general, like what the tone is going to be. Um, and that's gonna be like the, the old man. Whatever that last one was. I mean, Old Man Logan. Oh, right, Logan. Um, yeah, that one. Yeah, so this, I mean, I'm only curious, and I'm not, like, concerned, you know, concerned TM about it, because, like, it's probably going to be fine, but but, but just out of curiosity's sake, like, well, we certainly didn't get a date, so I'm sure it is extremely early in development. In fact, I probably yep. expect it sometime after Spider-Man 2. Um, and even then, like, you know, is it going to be, I wish we got something though, like some sort of idea. I didn't need to see gameplay exactly, but mm-hmm. like, you know, is it open world? Is it linear mission based? Like what's the, is it more of an adult tone? Is it going to be rated? Like, I mean, obviously that's not something they're going to know. 
from the outset, but like it, actually, I think oh, that they did mention that it's gonna be a bit more of like a, a violent game. I mean, but they're gonna lean into the claws. You would have to think that because he has metal claws at this point. He doesn't have like the the, the bone out of the bones. Yeah, the bone claws yeah. um, at that point. So he's like been Wolverine for a minute, uh, and Wolverine is like at his best when he's like you know he's fucking shit up. He's not like. It's not like the PG-13 X-Men movies where it's like they have to cut away from like all the slashes that he actually does or someone gets like killed off screen. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, um, it's either going to be a super bloodless and kind of odd looking game or they're just going to go all in. I'm not saying Wolverine has to like, you know, have sex on screen or anything, but like, you know, I'm just, I'm just imagining that like it's, it's probably going to be kind of fucked. Like it's not going to be the same audience that maybe Spider-Man will be. Um, no. Mm-mm. And that does make me curious, do you think, this is like, you know, tinfoil hat here, but like, do you think that Wolverine is in the same universe as Spider-Man right now? I think he will be. Probably. I feel like by the time we get this movie, we're going to have some more MCU stuff happening. Yeah. And the the means are going to get the introduction, and so it's going to, like, fit a whole lot more. Okay. Since Disney bought Fox, so they're officially part of Marvel. So the only agree. reason we're getting this game that, that's like yep. the, that's the uh that's the the post credit stinger of wolverine is like spider-man swinging around or some shit yeah i mean because he does reference other avengers and stuff so that is possible. that is true that is actually a good point uh he does do that I, okay but the real question is is this wolverine gonna be part of the x-men no or is he just gonna be doing his own thing at this point i, I, I think it's Oh, I would say his own thing, just because... That's what I think, Because yeah. uh, they already did new X-Men, sort of, in, like, the Deadpool series, essentially. Yeah. Because they got rid of all the, like, original people, and they have, like, new X-Men or whatever. Yeah. Kind of hinting at it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on the same page as you, Ellen. I, I do think that they'll focus exclusively on Wolverine. I don't know if anyone else is going to really show up here, um, especially if it's going to be super, super dark uh i i think this might be i'm not sure if it's an origin story i don't i don't think that but um mm. some sort of solo adventure i would have to imagine maybe somebody shows up though maybe a cameo from someone shows right. up but i wonder if or it maybe takes place even like a post credit that was my next question are we getting like ooh, canadian canada woods wolverine yeah hmm. or alaska or wherever i hadn't really at. considered that yeah Quite possibly. You could definitely be right about that. Because Weapon X happened in Canada, right? Yeah. Okay. And besides, huh. it was kind of like in a bar, like a like a small town bar. Or yeah. they did that zoom in. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Huh, okay. Do you, do you guys think we'll get open world this time? Because like Spider-Man work is traversal. All of Insomniac's, no. most of Insomniac's titles have been that. So, like, even the latest, like, Ratchet was fairly linear, um, but mm-hmm. you still had the freedom to kind of go into these worlds. They had the illusion of being open world um, in that sense. So I have to imagine there's some element of that, but I, I don't know, like, it's going to be, you know, GTA style or even, like, you know, to be more succinct, like, infamous style open world. Um, maybe there's, like, some sort of morality meter, though, perhaps. More mm-hmm. our, uh, like, infamous style. Like, you could choose to be a straight dick or, like... I mean, Wolverine is, like, canonically a dick, but, you know, how much of a dick do you want him to be? Right. <laughs> I don't know, possibly. Um, I wonder if it's going to be kind of like a God of 
more open world, where it's like kind of open worldish, and then you get funneled into areas. I don't know. Right, right. Like the crit, the mission critical stuff is like a corridor or like a set path, basically. Yeah. yeah, I feel you. I'm not sure. I guess we'll have to wait and find out. Yeah. Anything else that caught either of you guys' attention with the PS5 showcase? Before we move on here. No, that's all for me. No, but I do want a PS5. My birthday's <laughs> okay. coming around the corner. Gotcha. Tent. Um, I did want to shout out uh, Forspoken. Shout out to the black woman leading. I thought <gasps> that was cool. Oh, fuck. I forgot about um, that game. I'm so excited for that game. I'm uh, so excited. Yeah, the game looks, game looks cool. Um, I really, really like the main character. She looks great. Sounds great. Uh, I just am very hyped. Anytime I see the, any, basically anytime you put a black person in the game, like front and center, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna probably buy that. Uh, it so. looks like a good Archie or RG, RGP. I almost said RG, like RPG, RPG, yeah, RPG. Okay. That one. <laughs> Thank. You. Are we gonna wrap this up so many acronyms. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have some trainings to do. I gotta stay awake. Um, but no, it looks good, and the powers look really cool. Like. The way that it kind of looks really realistic in a way, I like that touch. Yeah. Yeah. Especially I, the water powers. Yeah. I think that looks cool. I think I got to see the part that was really, on display really like that. Mm-hmm. What um, I saw was mostly really traversal, salty. okay. Yeah, a lot of traversal stuff in, in that game. Looks really sweet. Um, I'm pretty salty. I played Alan Wake on my 360 through emulation. Like, not emulation myself, but just like the xbox emulation through officially through backwards compatibility uh because it just got a remake so fuck <laughs> um that was showed off at the playstation showcase um it looks really good if you haven't played alan wake you're uh and you only played control for instance if, if that was like your first exposure to remedy uh try alan wake i don't think the gameplay is as good as it was in control but the story i think and the world building for that story is just as good if not maybe even slightly better so um, I really liked Alan Wake a lot. Isn't uh, Alan Wake a precursor to Control? It technically? is. It, it, yeah, technically it is. It, it takes place in the same universe as Control. So um, that, that DLC is explicitly Alan Wake related. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I did hear that they did remove all the ads, like the Duracell batteries and whatever other ones were mm-hmm. in Alan Wake. Yeah. And I don't know about the music, though. Like some of the copyrighted music. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know what they did with that because every episode ends, I think there's like five or six chapters and every chapter ends with a licensed song. So I'm not sure what they did there with that. Um, last thing I want to talk about real fast, just want to quick mention, uh, uh, Chia, I think that game was called. Um, I thought it looked astounding. That was probably my game of the show. Like when they showed that, uh, I thought that looked uh, incredible. It was like, I may be mispronouncing it, but it was like a tropical adventure, magical oh, tropical adventure. Oh, I think it's called a uh, cha. Or cha, like okay, cha, cha. Excuse me, cha. I was not gonna get that. Yeah, yeah the Polynesian or what was it, New Caledonia game? Yes. Inspired by New Caledonia. Yes, I thought this game uh, was super fucking cool. I the to, music. I'm not even joking when I say like I I saw this trailer. I, was, I watched this trailer like five times. The music is fantastic. This is the game I think I wanted to play the most out of everything I saw. Like it looked, oh, like, yeah. it looked like Mario Odyssey, um, which I'm already a huge fan of. Uh, and the, the art design looks sweet. So 
This thing is coming out in 2022. I am day one on this. Whenever this comes I was out. tearing up in that trailer. Yeah, it, it looks incredible. I fucking love this thing. All right. Um, let's move on to our last news item here. The Nintendo Direct. So Nintendo Direct had, I think it took place a couple weeks ago at this point. So not quite as old as the Sony show. Uh, but, you know, you may have heard some of these things. But we want to take a, a second to kind of talk about some of the highlights of this thing. Um, James, do you want to start us out with, like, some of the stuff? You don't have to limit yourself by, like, one or two items. Just anything that caught your attention that you want to bring up here. Bayonetta 3. <laughs> Finally. Okay. Uh, she still exists. I thought we lost her, but no, she's here. She's back. We got gameplay. Got, we got a hair. nice. We got a um a nice astral chain reference. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, is that what it was? Yeah, the dogs and the dog guy in the suit or suit dog god. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> that thing. Yeah. So I, I was. I'm just happy that that still exists. Mm-hmm. Um, that was probably my biggest. Uh, thing from the show for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they placed it at the end. That was the finale, right? Um, Sorry, I ruined it. No, 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 you're good. You're good. <laughs> well, um, I did that with God of War, so you're good. <laughs> All right. There you go. No, it, I, I only bring that up because, like, that was a big deal for a lot of people. Um, I, I thought it was Astral Chain when it started. Uh, I thought that, Me too. Yeah. I, and then it was it, a good it, switch. Yeah, at some point, I was, wasn't sure it was Astral Chain because it was. it looked clearly like a, like a Japanese game. But with like really, uh, like weird font on the subtitles, I was like, okay, this is odd. <laughs> Something about this is unsettling. Uh, but yeah, I thought the reveal was cool. I am a Bayonetta fan. I actually never played two. I only played one. Um, so maybe I should go do that. Uh, but yeah, you should. Uh, I, I yeah, the, you're a huge action RPG fan, so I, I should have known that you would be hyped for this. Of course, guys. It's such a good game. Yeah. It's simple and clean. Lots of fun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Elena, what did you get out of this Nintendo Direct? Uh, not too much, but I liked how Square Enix was like, we don't have really a good title for this, uh, the tactical RPG, so they just called it Triangle Strategy. Even right. though it's very anime is, anime is all hell, but they're like, alright, Triangle Strategy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it but looks... it does look really good. Like, the pixel it does. art looks incredible. Yeah, it looks, it looks awesome. It was really awesome. Um, I will probably play this game. I was extremely, extremely pleased to see that Kirby got a 3D uh, game. Oh, yeah. The new Kirby game? It yes. Looks, it looks it amazing. Looks cool. Like, I'm not... Well, for me, like, I love this thing. It was my game of the show. Uh, I, it looks like... Again, I just said that with Cha, but, like... You know, it looks like Mario Odyssey. Like, they were like, hey, we like that Odyssey game. What can we do with Kirby? And let's just do that again. And I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Uh, Kirby has never had a 3D game before. Not like this, I don't believe. I think it's always been side-scrolling. Correct me if I'm wrong on yeah. that, but I believe... I think even 64 was, like, 3D but 2D Kirby. Yeah. Yeah. Like, 3D models, but, like, on a 2D plane. Um, right. So... Go ahead, Elena. Uh, there's a YouTuber uh, called Wooly Versus. He is a ginormous Kirby fan, and he has a Kirby lore video uh, video series, and it's almost to the extremes of 
Bloodborne type of uh, lore. And huh. he uses in-game text to prove his theory. So if you want to know about Kirby lore, you should watch this video series. Because he's, okay, he's a mega, guy. mega Kirby fan. Okay, okay. I probably should do that. I'm a, you know, one of my favorite games of all time, top 10, easy, maybe even top five is Kirby Superstar. I played that when I was really young. I played it several times since, like as I've been growing up through the years, uh, and, and it is phenomenal. I have, a, I have a special place in my heart for the uh, the, the, the pink fluff ball. Uh, so, he is very adorable. I yeah. love his simple design. Yeah. But yet uh, very he, cute. Yes, very cute, but very monstrous. He is, I mean, he is something yes. to, be, to be feared. Uh, <laughs> absolutely, Kirby will fuck you up. Uh, so, yeah, this thing looks awesome. You're kind of it's taking place in sort of like a rundown, forgotten land, one might say. Uh, and and it, it's it's neat just because you you see all the trappings of a standard Kirby game. All of his ab- abilities are here. You see, I think the sword, um, the ice ability, maybe fighters in there somewhere, um, and a lot of the old enemies are present as well. It just looks super bombastic, but in the best way possible. And that music just got me. Um, I'm I'm so looking forward to this thing. This is a day zero, absolutely. Um, definitely looking forward to that. Couple things I thought were worth discussing here. So, mm-hmm. one thing is the Nintendo Switch Online upgrade. So, Nintendo mm-hmm. announced that the expansion pack will be for the, not only the Nintendo 64, but the Genesis. And there will be a higher tier that you have to pay on Nintendo Online. How do you guys feel about just this whole package? Do you think it's a good deal? Are you interested in it? What's going on? No interest. I just want to play Pokemon games online. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> I, like, any of the Nintendo online stuff hasn't been very, like, I haven't gotten any, I don't think. So, they're just not for me. I don't have any, like, super huge nostalgia to go back and play any of the older games. Mm-hmm. Like, Maybe, like, some of the Mario ones, like, from the NES and or the SNES, but, mm-hmm. like, that's about it. Okay. Because I never had a 64, so I don't know any of those games. I never had a, uh, <gasps> uh, whatever the other one was. Genesis? Genesis? No, yeah, I never had any Sega consoles either. Okay. But I only had, like, the handheld, uh, Nintendo stuff, and... Uh, from then on, but like hmm. I never had a 64 or the GameCube. That's the other one hmm. I was trying to think of. Oh, okay. I never had any of those, so I have no nostalgia for any of those games. Gotcha. What about you, James? Well, me, on the other hand, um, <laughs> so I don't use a lot of the Nintendo Online offerings either, but when I do, I've had a good time with them. Um, like, I got to play Punch Out for the first time, thanks to the Switch. I enjoyed that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, going back and playing quests like Super Mario Land or um, like unreleased games even was really cool. Like we get Star Fox 2 mm-hmm. on the Switch Online stuff. So like, there I will use it. I know that for a fact. And I will definitely go back and play some of these N64 games. Um, like Mario Kart 64 Online, that just sounds like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Star Fox Multiplayer Online, also a lot of fun. Any excuse to play Zelda? Sure. Yes. Um, Mario Tennis. Banjo-Kazooie's coming back. Kirby's coming back. Like, everything that I have on my N64 is coming to the Switch. 
Hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm down for it, especially considering I split my uh, membership with like six different people. Oh wow! So while it will cost more, I'm not really spending anything extra, right. and it's like once a year. So I'm I'm okay with it. I don't love the fact that I have to pay for it, but I'm okay. Yeah, that's kind of where I fall right now. Like, I mean, if I really need to play these things, then I mean it's not like the sub costs a lot i think it's just more the principle of it um i don't love the idea that they're charging like extra for this um especially for something that like isn't you know it's it's like a glorified game pass emulator well yeah and an emulator it is absolutely functioning as an emulator but not even something that like you're not even offering the ability to buy these things at least with game pass the the difference is that like you can buy those titles (laughs) like you know, once if it leaves the service or your sub runs out, you can still have access to them. But the idea that you're mm-hmm. not, just, you're no longer going to have access to the titles if you stop subbing, I think is just like kind of garbage. Uh, so I don't love that. And again, I know, I understand that like the overall price is probably, I think it'll top out at like $30 a year. That's wishful thinking me. Um, so it'll add like 10 more bucks to the service. Um, but still, again, I think it's just a principle thing. Um, am I interested? Kind of a wave race sixty four should be on here. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, oh, you're right. Yeah, I, that should be definitely there, but it's not. Um, Star Fox sixty four is cool though. Mario sixty four is broken as fuck, but I'm gonna enjoy it. Um, <laughs> and Mario Tennis, I think, is one of the best Mario Tennis games actually. So that's cool that that's on there. Uh, I think it was almost even more of a surprise if definitely more so that genesis was there like what the fuck like in a world just think of like 20 years ago like i couldn't imagine a world where like these sega games would also appear on a nintendo console like this like that's insane to me look sega mm-hmm. does what nintendo wow yeah <laughs> now they do what nintendo does <laughs> right yeah. right um they have some really good games on here they got echo uh, sonic 2 which is probably one of the best Sonic games. Uh, Streets of Rage 2 is a classic. I have a really funny story about that. A funny personal story. Um, Gunstar Heroes, Golden Axe. I mean, there are a lot of classics that if you've ever played like a Genesis like variety pack, like most of those games are probably on there. Um, yeah, I think you can actually buy a Genesis variety pack on the Switch. Yeah, I think for, so. like 10 bucks. <laughs> I think so. And it has yeah. most of these games. <laughs> right, right. Um, so, yeah. Um, I just wanted to mention that real fast. Uh, and the other thing too... Oh, lost my place. Uh, oh, we have to talk about the Mario movie. We have to. Oh, my God. I um, fine. So, so in the middle of this direct, uh, I think when they bring out Shigeru Miyamoto, you're thinking, all right, cool. You might are they working on a new Mario game, the sequel to Mario Odyssey 2, perhaps. No, silly. <laughs> They're, they're, they're going to talk about the Mario movie made by Illumination Entertainment. So this is, if you're not The familiar, ones that did the Minions. Yes, Minions, Despicable Me. Um, I have liked approximately Secret Life of Pets. I've liked one movie from them. I thought Despicable Me 1 was okay. I, haven't yep. liked, I have not liked anything they have done since. Not a single yep. film. Um, and so I do not have much hope. Then they decided to announce not only, like, is here's the date... Holiday 2022, okay, cool. But they decided <laughs> to announce the voice cast. Um, Yay. Uh, so, oh, you guys are sighing. So I'm assuming that you <laughs> are very happy with this. Okay, I'm, okay. 
Some of them are good. Some of them are a weird pick. I would have to hear and see how it plays out for Mario in particular, but I think Charlie Day as Luigi is perfect. Yeah, so let's run down the, let's, let's run down the list real fast. Uh, Chris Pratt as Mario. Okay. It's that's already, a weird pick. Yeah, yeah, that's weird to me. Like that's the one. That's the one. What the fuck? Like everybody else is like, oh, okay, sure, whatever. But that one is like, what the actual fuck? Uh, Anya mm-hmm. Taylor Joy is Peach. Okay, um, I can see it. Sure, Charlie Day is Luigi. I agree with Hell you. Hell yeah. I, that that's pretty perfect. That's that's the the one. Uh, that's good. Jack Black is Bowser. That's great. Sure. That's Hollywood. Keegan's ah, great. Okay, continue. Keegan, Go ahead, continue. Keegan Michael Key as Toad. Cool. Whatever. Go ahead, continue. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Hell yeah. Actually, that I could see. That's Hell yeah. That's fucking great. Hilarious. I love it. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, I'm excited. Wait. I need him to do that little, like, Seth Rogen laugh he always uh, mm-hmm. As DK, mm-hmm. I feel like this is this might fuck up these characters for me for life, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> Kevin Michael Richardson as Kevin, uh, Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. Great, that's a good pick. And Sebastian Maniscalco, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. As Foreman Spike, Foreman Spike. It's Foreman Spike is that like uh, is it an enemy of some kind? I, I think so. Probably showing my age. Somebody out there is like cursing me out right now. Um, oh wow! Yeah. Okay. So remember that one like green guy that like spits up the logs and throws them down the um the level at you. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Apparently that's Spike. Oh. Okay. Oh wow. Shit. All right. Sure. All right. Um, and then Charles Martinet is going to be in a variety of cameos, which, in my opinion, is like, what the fuck? Why don't you just have him voice, I don't know, all the characters? Everybody! Yes. Right. Or at least Mario. Yeah. Yeah, this was like a slap in the face. Yeah. Honestly. I was like, what? Like, could, I, could you imagine being like, hey, I know you are the voice of this character for the entirety that it exists. We're finally doing a good movie. You're not going to get to play as him. Hmm. Yeah. But you're going to be around. What? Yeah. It's not like he he's too old to play Mario. It's his voice. Exactly. Exactly. I don't get it. So, I don't get it. Ugh. And then I really just don't want to listen to any of these characters talk at all, to be honest with you. No, I want to hear that's, Charlie that's Day That's part of why. No. Yeah. I just don't. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. I have no desire to like have a whole movie about this. I, I just don't. I think I'm. I don't even you. know what it's I, gonna be about. Exactly. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm what, scared. Peach's gonna get kidnapped again. Oh, uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe, but they're gonna do something. I don't know. Like right now, if that's a great idea. Like you shouldn't. Do, like, I think they're gonna evolve past that at some point. And if that happens, there's gonna be some sort of subversion of it, which it totally should be. Because I mean, I think those that kind of trope is played out. Tired. Uh, some might say sexist at this point. Um, you know, it's 2021. I think we've evolved past that. And Peach, I think, is more of an active participant in the action now, um, you know, rather than damsel in distress. Yeah, but I I know that they're going to make some sort of, like, I don't need a man to save me type of trophy line as well. Sure. 
Which, hey, look, they, they probably should, right? I mean, like, they, I don't know. No, that, I don't need some corny line like that. It should be more, at least a little bit more well thought out and done rather than just, Show, don't I, don't tell. Need to, I don't need you to save me, Mario, Chris Pratt. I can save myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, when I, when I envision it, it's like, you know, it, it, it's, it's, maybe it's saying that, but it's also like less about a man. It's not necessarily she's saying she doesn't need a man, but she's like strong enough on her own. Right. Because well, that, would, yeah. that would be like, you know, uh, that would show power within itself. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I think that stuff would, I think they're going to redo, if anything, they're probably going to redo a lot of like what she's traditionally been about. But again, like, in Odyssey, she basically, I thought that that was a pretty shocking ending, like, it, it, with all things considered. Uh, did you guys finish that game? I don't even know what it's about or what happens or the ending. Okay, like, at the end of that game, you guys care at all? No. About no, it's Mario. The ending of Mario Odyssey. Uh, yeah, spoilers for a Mario game here. Um, but, like, at the very end, like, you get to, to peace. Like, the whole thing is, like, Bowser has kidnapped uh, Peach, of course, right? But, uh, and she's like, what the fuck? Um, and Bowser's trying to, like, marry her. Right? Yeah, literally, she says, what? Again? Yeah, he's like, again, you fucking... Yeah, so um, he's, Bowser's trying to, like, marry, like, force forcefully marry her, right? And okay, that's why, yeah. That's why he's, like, in the, the groom suit and, and she's in the bride dress. And yeah. so at the end, uh, you get, to, you go to, like, the moon and, like, face off against Bowser um, and you basically like argue over Peach's affection at the very end of that. Like you're you're both Mario and Bowser are arguing over, and at the end, Peach basically takes her, like she basically leaves them on the moon and says, "Fuck this, Ooh. I'm out. Like I don't need either." Yeah, my new girlfriend is a Luna. Pieces. I mean, kind of like that's kind of what happens. Um, so I do think I say all that to, to say that you know there's. There are ways I think that they're going to probably write that character to be more modern, which okay. you know, is is probably suitable. Um, at least they did that in Odyssey, so at least they are going to go off of that type of stuff, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I And I do predict that with Luigi, they're probably going to make him a dumbass for most of it, and then at the very end, he does something cool. Um, no, they're going to make him fight ghosts. I hope they make him fight ghosts with the vacuum cleaner. I'm sure they will at some point. Yes. He needs to disappear at like the first third of the movie and then come back as Mr. L to win at the end. That's no, funny. As Waluigi. Yeah. Still voiced yeah, as did. still voiced as Charlie Day though. Yo, what if Charles Matinette is Wario and Waluigi? Wah. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. And then Sora shows up, and it's going to be incredible. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, shut it down while we uh, we still have our sanity. Uh, <laughs> well, guys, I really appreciate you sticking with me today. Um, this was a great episode. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to wrap it up. And as Chris says, roll out the red carpet. Uh, hey. Elena, what have you got for us to lead the people with today? Uh, you can work hard and still achieve your dreams. It took me two and a half years, but I did it. Wow. All right. I don't know. I can't follow that. Um, James, what you got for us? Where, where can the people find us? What do you got for us? I, I can do that because I was going to do a dreams reference too, but that was <laughs> that was really good. I guess you could say mine she... mine happened in real life. Right. She closed the drop distance. It was incredible. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> 
But if you guys Start want more, the music. Of, <laughs> more of that wonderful content right there, um, if you want to catch us out, look for us on YouTube. We have the uh, Should I Play That YouTube channel, where we'll also be live streaming our upcoming shows over there, uh, youtube.com slash should I play that. Um, also check us out on Instagram, should I play that. Follow us, Crispy, putting out all the fire. Mm-hmm. That's just what he does. He drops fire. Follow him, SSJ Blackerot, on IG. Roddy, you have an Instagram you want to shout out? I don't, but you know what? Use Instagram anyway if you want to. That's my only spot while it's still, as long as it's still up. <laughs> Hopefully it still functions by the time that's, you hear this recording. That's true. Do you have my Twitch account too? Yes. Sure. No, actually. <laughs> oh, good point. Good point. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead, James. That's, that's all I got, man. I hear the music. We can let them go. Thank y'all for tuning in so much. So glad to have each and every one of y'all here listening, hanging out with us. Let us know what you're looking forward to coming up next year, this year. Um, your favorite stuff from all of the directs. Doesn't matter when it was, because we late, you can be late too. And uh, <laughs> we'll see you guys next time. So. All right. As everyone said, have a good one, guys. Really appreciate you, and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace.